Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Nintendo! Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of March 7th, 2014. I am your host, Jose Otero, and I'm joined by the usual panel somewhat. Brian Altano to my right. Per Schneider to my left. And at the far left, returning, Marty Sleva. Nice. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that was Kazooie. Well, it's a year of the Yoshi. It might have been well Kazooie. Ooh, that, that was great. Yeah. yeah that, that's you gotta, you gotta hold on to that one. <laughs> Okay. Well, welcome back uh, we're to our regularly scheduled program, and we have, let's start off with some impressions, what we're playing this week, Ooh. or what we've been playing. I kind of want to start with Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, because I wasn't here last week. I know there was some discussion about it, so why don't we start there? Um, who's still playing it, by the way? Are you, are you talking about all platforms, or just Nintendo platforms you can, playing right now? Hmm, I guess you can get away with well, one or two, not Nintendo. On the, on the yeah, other yeah on the other ones. Yeah. I'm playing Donkey Kong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How's that going What's with the, the kids? Good, good. It's fun. How good? It's good. Uh, enjoying it a lot. It's, I mean, as you know, it's things get harder when you're playing with two players, especially mm-hmm. in auto-scrolling <laughs> stages, right, yep. where both people have control over the. I think it's a real yeah, hard two players. So that mm-hmm. adds an additional layer of um, of complexity. Mm-hmm. But sure. it's fun. I, I'm digging it. I love the I love the look of the game and the feel of the game. And it okay. seems like it is getting better and better, right? Like yeah. as it ramps up. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the final stages are, but oh man, they yeah. get t- they get intense. That's yeah. really uh, easy. <laughs> it's basically just a flat line with a banana at the end you have to walk and That's get it. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really, okay. yeah. Well, no, no timer. Towards the end, you finally get to the tropical freeze, which is just Donkey what? Kong Island, and yep. it's all frozen over. So you're sliding mm-hmm. on a lot of platforms. Uh, a lot of the things you can climb on break very suddenly, so you only have a couple of seconds. But you also... I like that they kind of balance naturally, like for you to see, okay, well, this piece that I'm hanging onto of vines just broke and it's swinging around because there's another one I can grab to the right. So even though you want to panic, it's like, stay calm, carry on, you'll be fine, you know? Sure. Um, That's so copyright infringement. I know. Yeah. I did that. Do, yeah. uh, do people generally like ice levels, by the way? No. I always feel That's like. That's a great question. I mean, do ice levels people... are super tropey into like base 
an entire game off of them, which is obviously not the entire no, game. It's, just, it's it's the focus of the game, but it's only like the last third or whatever. Yeah. But the entire game yeah. example applies to New Super Luigi U. You're on ice that entire <laughs> like game for the most part because Luigi can't stop on a dime. Yeah. No, no but he he stops on like a quarter. <laughs> Like he slides a little bit. I mean, I can that's deal a, with that. That's not a little bit. He slides no, I, a lot. I can do it. It's, he stops on a sack of Jouya doll. Exactly. Exactly. It's better than like a, a a gorilla on on ice slide. That's a little harder. <laughs> What's there. the difference? Just weight. I, I think mean, I, Donkey I, Kong's heavier. It's true. But I think it's a good question. Ice levels in general are my always my least favorite. It, except for like 3D Land, I think does a good job by giving you like ice skates, for example, right? Sure. Yeah, so you oh, get this kind of like Sonic yeah. boost like yeah. reward. So that Which works. Is that and that's so rare. And I I really appreciated that they did that too because yep. it's like usually you're you're like locked into these physics for what this level of this world's going to mm-hmm. be yeah. and they're like look we're going to make it easier for you and it's like okay cool yeah. how about we just get rid of the skates and then get rid of the ice too and then make it just a regular level. What was the first game that did a garbage ice level? Was it like I don't Mario know, but two? Zelda has it too. You know, no like, yeah. Mario yeah. Mario Two had had yeah. ice levels. Yeah. And in Zelda, they even I mean, in Ocarina, you had an item that essentially turned you into like walking on ice, but you would mm-hmm. hover and you would yeah. float and you couldn't stop quite as reliable. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, I like how 3D World call? handled it. It was the floating. Oh. I, I like how 3D World handled it too because that was a really fun visual to see. Just a Goomba in a skate. Yeah. Like just like having the time of his life kind of sure. passing around. Uh-huh. I don't know. It gives some life to the levels that's really yeah. cool. But then when you take the skate, it's all about like staying on it and that's your way to then get around. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so that's really smart. But generally, I've always, you know, my past 2D playing experience always dreaded the ice. Yeah, me too. And, mm-hmm. but, Especially when it's like a whole world of them. Like, oh, so oh. you must but, have hated Ice Climber. I did hate. Yeah, I didn't. I, we do, didn't right? need to do a puzzle for that one. <laughs> I did hate Is there Ice Climber. Who doesn't hate Ice Climber? I yeah. don't. I used to play it with my sister, and I enjoyed it. But okay, so it's nostalgia cannot, based for you. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. N- it's nostalgia based for me. The game can be can be fairly cheap. It's a game about wrong. jumping where you can't jump. So let's throw you, that. You in the don't track. jump jump well because if you don't okay. jump at the right like angle or timing, you go right through or the, like, the edge of a platform. No, it's not <laughs> ever. People have finished Ice Climber. It's Those not aren't possible. Oh man, Baby Kong is back. I don't know. Baby Kong? Yeah. That's, that's my nickname amazing. for him now. Okay, so now we just say that when Brian can't finish a bad game, it's because it's oh, hard. Oh, that's No, deep. it's because it's bad. Ice Climber is bad. Maybe in that case, it's neutral, but on Donkey Kong, I was being I was trolling more on that. I front, wouldn't so. argue for Ice Climber being a true classic either. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, yeah, it's not. No, it's but fair. hey, man, you should get that little thing in front of your mouth with a drawn on like face and stuff. I don't there know what go. that is. I think All that's right. racist. Right, Wait, was that what? Is that Baby Bowser? Baby Bowser. Yeah. Oh, I'll get oh, one of those. Baby work. Kong wears a onesie. And it's just oh, that's completely useless. <laughs> Wait, is Baby Bowser from the hood? Is that like when folks put like the handkerchief over their mouth? Like, yeah, that's yeah. It's it's possible. It's, it's or just like o- it's no. some occupied garbage. He just wants to look dangerous, so he draws teeth. So he draws yeah. teeth. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, which is like Brian, basically. He's got bad breath. All right, yeah. so let's move on then to, because uh, Baby Bowser is a part of Yoshi's Island, believe it or not. Yeah. Yoshi's New Island, uh, the review should be up on IGN next week. I think it goes up Thursday. It's the day before the game. I just, I'm forgetting uh, what date it is. I know the game comes out. Oh, yeah, it's the 13th, because the game comes out the 14th. Okay. So Brian and I are playing it right now. Yeah. And uh, I have to say I am surprised hmm. uh, in, in good ways. Um, I'm not a fan of the art. We'll talk about it generally. Would, no spoilers, would, obviously. Would you like a regular uh, one or a three-eyed, three-eyed version of the crow you're about to eat? Oh, my God. I'm still not wow. a fan of the art, and mm-hmm. I think the music is terrible. Mm-hmm. However, presentation... That's terrible, Austin. That's what, terrible, I mean, that's, terrible. What means, that's what it means when they add the word new before a game. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You've new talked Super about Mario that. New Super Brothers, even a Link Between Worlds. I'll so here, here's my beef with the art. That the art is a 3D incarnation of something that is trying to give off a 2D look. You know, the crayon... 
filled, you know, sort of like kid with the coloring book idea and approach. I think, and this is something I was actually thinking about over lunch where I was like, well, is it because if you put this game out in 2D, would it not sell well? Is the expectation that low for 2D games where you can't have a $35, $40, like, full, complete 2D packaged product? Jose, was, I lo- it, was I, that why they were I afraid? I had lunch with you, out? man. Are you just what you were thinking about the whole time? No, this is we're like... We're, like, talking about stuff, and it's like, oh, man, that art <laughs> stuff. Brian's like, I have diabetes. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting like, a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... It's but, the kid with that art right, style, right, man. Right. That, art style. <laughs> that aside, though, I just... I look at it, and, like, the art just doesn't doesn't work for me. It's, sure. it's okay. a 3D incarnation of a 2D thing. Some of the styles don't blend well together in the later stages. Like they're trying to kind of be inclusive and vary the palette, but at the same time, sometimes it just doesn't look right. What do you think? Yeah, Brian? no, I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't. Uh, I'm not a, as against it as you are. I, mm-hmm. I like it. I, I agree with what you say though. That there's a lot of it that feels like it doesn't mesh. Like you'll be playing one, one, one section of it, and it's all like sketchy hand drawn mm-hmm. stuff. Which with the 3D slider up really looks beautiful. That's right. Like, it actually yeah, really right. looks good. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate uh, a lot of the stuff they do with shapes in the game. Like something like this big spherical bat will come in, and it looked like somebody sat there and they drew all the shading around the edges mm-hmm. of. It. But then all of a sudden, like this other character comes in and he looks like a piece of clay, and you're like, "Where are you from? A different game? Like, yeah, what, what yeah, are you doing here?" It doesn't mesh. With yeah, well. and it's not it's not like so drastic because it's all happening on a small screen, That's so you right. can let it fly. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that uh, it does all come together and it works. And it, as somebody who's played the last seventy Mario games that came out in the last two years, it is nice to see something sort of different sure. than that. Yeah, and and, um, it, uh, and really the reason it works is the level design. The yeah. level design is really, really good. Like, at, once you clear the first world, the game gets a lot better. Yeah. And does, how's the difficult level? Obviously, trying to be more inclusive for younger players, right? But sure. Yoshi's, Yoshi's Yoshi story was... to me was was just eye-opening how easy they yeah. made the game. They, remember, there's this cloud boss. It comes in, goes, floop, 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 yeah. floop, floop, floop. And you know how you kill it? You just press the A button like 20 times. And that's it. So he's eaten and he's gone. So the first like, few worlds definitely move. feel like that. In fact, I when I played the first world, I was bored to tears. Really? Like I was just like this is not this is not challenging even like my me sending a muscle memory to my thumb to yeah, move. Yeah. Like it's not even doing yeah. it's doing nothing for me. But it opens up a little more and I think what it it depends on what kind of gamer you are. If you're like the kind of guy that wants to go in and collect everything in the level, then I think there's there's micro challenges everywhere. Okay. But if you're just going from A to B, the first few worlds, I mean, you're gonna fly through them. Like, there's really not a lot sure, to challenge sure. you there. Okay. The bosses, I will say, like I complain that the bosses in Donkey Kong were too hard. Okay. I think the bosses here are way too easy. Like, yeah, I'd yeah. want something right in the middle. Like, the, the bosses in this game are for babies. They're clever, and I like what they do. Like, especially with uh, what's his name, Magikoopa. Oh yeah, uh, Kamek. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know when they gave him like a real man's name. I don't remember. What, <laughs> no, it may like have been the first years, like a real man's name. Yeah. Somebody from the Eastern Bloc. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they they do some cool stuff with him that that feels like it would have been out of one of the new Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. games, but it's got a, a cooler art style yeah. to it. That's great. My my big issue with the game is the the music and the sound design. <sighs> Is, is it atrocious. Really? But is it like I mean the the past games Yoshi's story was almost offensive t- sometimes yeah. with a Sure. Songs, right? sure. Again. But then it has like some cool guitar music too. I mean, it's yeah. very kid focused. Like kids laugh when they hear that music. Is yeah. it the same or is it? It sounds like the like they made an entire uh, soundtrack out of the Rugrats theme song. Okay. Like it's just oh like God. it's just like grinding noises and xylophones. It's, it's, a, lot of, <laughs> like, oh. it's, it's a lot of baby like little kids style yeah. noises. Yeah. And I guess that's you know Nintendo has slowly kind of turned this franchise into their Barney of the Dinosaur, and I, I, it kind of bothers me a little bit. But I'm I'm happy to see that the game at least has some some edge to it. It's, yeah. it's not a baby game. 
But that said, <laughs> the only song I found in the game that I actually like is in the uh, download play, like two-player menu stuff, which mm. you and I haven't done, but I just flipped to it to see if there was a way to share oh, cool. it with another uh, 3DS I had at home just to get a look at it. And that was the only song yeah. I think that mattered. It, they just keep recycling the song you heard in the trailer, which is it's just not catchy. It's not sure. grabby. Like, you you know, I feel like games that understand the 30-second loop of a song needs to really hook you and grab sure. you. Yeah. Like, yeah. The original, and the original game so did that. Well. Oh, my God. It was so good. Yep. They had a version of the athletic theme that was great. Yep. They had a, a Green Hills theme that was whatever. I forgot the name of it. The first couple of stages had really Sonic? good. That was a yeah. Sonic thing. Yeah. Uh, they had a couple of uh, – it starts in a greeny like place. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, but the, the idea is just, yeah, they completely dropped the ball on music. And I just feel like the presentation is a little bit too much for kids. And mm. I don't know if that's really working a lot for them. And maybe they just go for it because Mario's a baby in this thing. I don't know. I, yeah. I've been asking myself these questions trying to understand so, how like, did At this lunch, happen? the whole time, he's just <laughs> asking. I'm like, I'm, I got to get through this divorce, I mean, man. Like, oh, yeah. like, is this Like, did Mario suffer all of these, like, traumas in his, in his infancy? Let's like, do the world a favor and not go there. Okay. Because that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's canonically. That timeline no, is a yeah. plate of spaghetti. And we're not. <laughs> Not gonna get through it. Together. It's like Kingdom Hearts. Was that, a, was that an Italian thing? Yeah, it's a very yeah, Italian yeah. thing. It's it spins. Yeah. Um, it uh. Yeah. It's no. It's, you sp- forget well, it. Well, the Yoshi's games told the, lazy season. the Yoshi <laughs> games taught us that Mario and Luigi don't have parents, right? It's like uh, like birth. Right. Well, yeah. well, that's actually virgin birth. Yeah. So this, yeah. the, the story in this game starts <laughs> the same way. In uh, in this game, uh, 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 it comes in with a, a stork is carrying these babies in mm-hmm. the in the back. I don't know why this. The virgin always, birth. That's what yeah. You yeah. Basically, yeah. I don't know why storks always just use like that blanket. I guess that because it's, it drops them easily. I would have rather like a harness. I don't know something sure. safe. Yeah. So she. They don't know how to. They don't have hands. Did, they wait, can't make a harness. Wait. They could deliver a baby, but they can't make a harness. No, okay. because of the beak. Do parents they, still they can <laughs> buy a little piece of cloth? <laughs> Do parents still tell their they... kids babies come from <laughs> from storks? You're a parent. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, we. I mean, but how did you I handle don't think this question? Parents don't nowadays, but it's it's an old kind of kids book story, right? Like it's in children's books and stuff, mm-hmm. right? And it's easier um, than saying the other thing. Which sure. is gross. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to do that. <laughs> Let's not do it. People got people play this Mario, in the car. Mario and Luigi don't have parents. That's why they don't have a last name except for right. Mario, so, which so is this, not a last name. This game starts with the stork delivering these two babies. Yeah. Uh, drops them on this doorstep or whatever, who's, and these who's do- you don't ever you see their faces. You just oh. see these hands go up in the air, and they get these babies, and they're like, "Hey, thanks, but we didn't order these," <laughs> and they basically send them back to the stork, and then the stork carries them over this like egg planet. And drops on the egg what? on the eggplant, and the game starts. So he delivers uh, the Stark delivers them with like a faceless to like, like real, muck, yeah, <laughs> totally, yeah. totally, it yeah, is, like to like is. real man and woman hands or just people's hands. You can't even sure. tell because yeah. this the art style. Wow. Um, and then they're just like, hey, sorry, we don't we don't need these things. Yeah. <laughs> So we it was don't weird. Need that there's a baby. Oh, thank you. Send them back. It's, it's very weird. Wow, were they sending them to Putnam Whipple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. That's my but I, the uh, the thing that that that's, that sticks out for me in this game that I don't like, um, aside from the 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 platforming stuff, I it's, it grows on me, and the level design mm-hmm. it gets more complex as it goes along. And the bosses get harder, and the art style you get to deal with, and stuff like that. And the music's whatever, but. There are these like kind of uh, bonus doors that are like hidden every few levels, where you enter an area where Yoshi becomes a vehicle mm-hmm. or an object sure. that suddenly becomes entirely tilt based, and you're not platforming anymore. So all of a sudden, it's like Yoshi Doodle Jump. Mm-hmm. So you get into this level, and it's like you're a bulldozer. You got to bulldoze to the end of this thing in 30 seconds. And like, okay, and it's like tilt. Like yeah. why? And you're just kind of a like, jackhammer going through the ground, and it's a really weird like animation. And I like, think like at. if Nintendo wants to make a million dollars on iOS, take all ten of those levels, put them on an iPhone, sell it for a dollar, because I don't want it there. 
I don't want it in my platforming games. Like, get the motion stuff out of there. Like, yeah. it, we don't need it. Kirby Triple Deluxe is also heavy on uh, some motion stuff, but I think they use it in a better way. And maybe, like, when you play it, you'll agree or disagree with me. But, uh, yeah, I think some of the motion control stuff is a little throwaway. Mm-hmm. But, thankfully, the game makes up for a lot of it just with, again, like, I feel the level design is really strong. Like, sure. I'm very surprised. Some of the ideas I haven't seen in a, in a platformer in a while. And it's nice to go back to the well and, like, replay some of that stuff, but have... A somewhat modern take on it, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of the checkpoints are a little weird, too, but I don't want to get too far into it. Uh, come back to IGN next week on Thursday. Day for I think the game comes out, if it is on Thursday. Uh, March 13th. And uh, you'll find the review. Cool. I'm cool. going to get it. Yeah. yeah. So we're yeah. going to take uh, a quick break. And when we come back, question of the week. Your responses to your favorite Nintendo game soundtracks. wanted to hear your responses to last week's question of the week, which was, uh, what are your favorite Nintendo game soundtracks? Remember, you can always email us at nvc at IGN.com, and we read now most of your emails because, man, the, the volume has gone up like yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. There's so many emails, like it, it would take a whole day to get through. I know, them, I, gotta, I gotta filter those. Yeah. There's hundreds. It's a lot. Hundreds. Maybe we need yeah. to like split them up by first name or something. You get yeah. everybody named Brian. Or make a separate it inbox. Sounds, it sounds like yeah. the Hunger Games. Right? We might need a separate inbox for questions versus question of the week responses, but yeah. I'll get into that with you so, later. So yeah. our first favorite Nintendo game soundtrack is from Brian, no, from Morph Baller. He says, depends on when if you ask me this if question. If it's Metroid, it's invalid. If you ask me back in 2002, I would say Super Smash Bros. Melee. That's a that's a cheat answer, yeah. though, right? Because yeah. that game yeah. has every soundtrack ever from Nintendo. Yeah, it's now. Oh, that's yeah, why yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's, it's really that's, good. That's asking the genie yeah. for uh, more wishes. A million that's wishes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, this said, but his second pick is Fire Emblem Awakening. He really likes the conquest and champion battle themes. And uh, mm-hmm. I agree, that's a really good one. Good. Really, really cool one. Um, then we've got um, next guy is GR Zars. Um, Super Mario Brothers, the first game, you know, may seem like a cop out, but the the music is so influential. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. You guys like it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love it. I, I, I'm, it's it's got me thinking about like this question's kind of tough because like is it contextually? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I mean, Most important music or is yeah, it, yeah, like the Mario music technically is is. Nothing compared to Smash Brothers, the, which is orchestrated. Well, but the composition is amazing in yeah. Super Mario Brothers sure. one. Just like sure. you know, just compared to all the games that were out at the uh, time, I feel yeah. like video games went through these waves. Like the Commodore sixty four age had really good music. Mm-hmm. Right? There were some amazing it composers really there, but yeah. it was very kind of like Euro pop like. And yeah. then Mario created like this kind of whimsical, awesome, very mm-hmm. Japanese. No, yeah, soundtrack. you had guys like yeah. Koji Kondo, Hip Tanaka yeah. that were like doing. I mean, Hip Tanaka was really into like club music, for example. Yeah. But yeah. he put that in game like slowly over time and it sounded fantastic so Nate D has a really good pick I didn't even think about that he's absolutely right first place is a toss up between Tetrisphere on the N64 and Donkey Kong Country 1 and this is coming from a diehard Triforce tattooed on his arm Zelda fan yeah Donkey Kong Country has amazing 
Do you guys remember Tetrisphere? So the music was yeah, done yeah, by was really Neil good. Voss, and it was like it just sounds better. Than Inventor any... of the, uh, Voss Water. Yeah. That's, no, it, it sounds better than any other music on the N64. Like technically, like yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. He also did the uh, he did the the t- weird Tetris game that came later. Um, really good. Look him up. Uh, he's still doing music, but not in the game space usually. Uh, Isaias Frias. I don't even know how to pronounce, <laughs> pronounce that name. That's amazing, though. Isaiah. Wind Waker, no. Uh, he saw the Zelda Symphony show, and when they played the Wind Waker set, uh, it had me in tears. Yeah. So yeah. freaking dope. Yeah. So yeah. moving. Yeah. yeah, like, Wind Waker just has a really good soundtrack. Oh, man. That's yeah. Just, yeah, the whole, it was so nice to play that Everybody. game again. Yeah. Last year, yeah, it just encapsulates yep. the idea of adventure. You feel like the the naval themes and all that stuff. Like, just it all comes through in the music. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yep, we've got uh, Jesse from Vancouver, Washington. <laughs> uh, best Nintendo game soundtrack, without a doubt, is Metroid Prime. That soundtrack yeah. gave you total immersion. It was it felt new and retro at the same time. God, that's yeah. one of those games where I don't remember the. It's almost really? like playing like, through Dark Souls. Where it goes, it almost so seems like they're silent. I will, yeah, I will yeah. never. <laughs> the beginning. Yeah. I yep. will never forget when I turned that game on because it had been so long since I had played a new Metroid game, mm-hmm. and you know, I I saw the reviews. I remember the magazines were all out, and. I <clears throat> you hear the underlying like compositions from yeah. the o- older game yeah. in there, and it just blows your mind. You're like, oh my god, dun, I cannot wait dun, to play dun, this. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah, exactly. Um, so I'll never forget when I turned it on because yeah, yeah, that because yeah. that was a thing too, right? We were mostly like into magazines. I mean, sure. some some clips were on the internet, but you didn't really know the scopers like what game sounded like mm-hmm. that well based off that stuff. Not until they, video reviews got better. Anyway, game. you asked what games yeah. we're playing. I'm I'm playing Metroid Prime. I'm playing I Metroid Prime too. Plugged the the Wii disc from the trilogy into my Wii U and playing it, and now I can't stop because it's so freaking good. Uh, honorable mention from this guy is Luigi's Mansion. Mm. That had a really weird soundtrack. Yep. You know? yep. 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 It's so off-key. It's amazing. <laughs> we have Mario. Mario. Yeah. We just do a quiz Mario. show where it's just like video game sound effects or video game like themes. Yeah. Oh, ooh. Okay, we'll talk about it later. We actually maybe David, we'll do it next week. David says Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. The Gusty Gardens Galaxy theme is still powerful <sighs> enough so to bring a tear to my eye. He yep. says, yep, yep, that's a good one. What I loved about Galaxy was that it was orchestrated. Like there's uh, there's videos of rooms full of people sitting there playing like, instruments to like a adult uh, professionals. Yeah, professional yeah. people, and it's like this guy's chasing a rabbit around in space. <laughs> like it's awesome to me. I love uh, that. There was that video for 3D World too from yeah. Japan. Remember I showed it to you? Yeah, where they I love the that people so in the much. studio like yeah. playing the violin yeah. for some of those songs. It just looks fantastic. So Eric Eric Terlato <laughs> has a good one. Uh, it's I was going to say, did he type all that? That was really good. Yeah, Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, God, it's so... That main theme inside of Gruntilda's Lair, that it's the same melody, but it adapts when you get closer to a stage. Oh, yeah. It has a pirate theme to it. It has a haunted house theme to it. It's really awesome. It's actually an existing song called Teddy Bear's Picnic. Like, he adapted that one for Banjo-Kazooie and changed it, but it's so awesome. Like, it's so good in Banjo-Kazooie. And then it gets all creepy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, That's a good one. All right, let's uh, go for one more. Yeah, he says, yeah. please, Nintendo, make Banjo-Kazooie 3, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. The franchise belongs to Microsoft. Rare. Uh, Dustin says, uh, Metroid Prime, hold on. And F-Zero, honorable mention, that's a yeah. good one. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Hold on. Uh, Donkey Kong Country says, Levi, I got to okay. find one who's different. Oh, here's one. Alexander says, all of the Pokemon games, especially Generation 2, 3, 4, and 6. Best song is Lance's theme. 
Right. Lance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lance Bass. I'll give him that. Although I feel like with each... Uh, Lance's theme was amazing. <laughs> with each, with each Pokemon it. game, it, it turns into more like trance club a little, yeah. a little bit. Just a but, little bit. But like, there were a lot of people who said Legend of Zelda, obviously, mm-hmm. and the Mario yeah. games. Yeah. One guy, I, Kyle, I want to mention as well, uh, Tippinator, says uh, you can never forget Chrono Trigger. Yeah, yeah I totally, totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, Earthbound. Like, yeah. those are, Super Nintendo was an amazing time for music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. And then, uh, you know, honorable mention, Link Between Worlds, the Milk Bar is really the place to check out to hear some of the best Zelda tracks. Yeah. Well, oh, and I love covers. that. Yeah, it's yeah. really good covers of, like, all the Zelda music you love. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so good. There's yeah. uh, some playlists on YouTube, which that's not the best way to consume it, but you should check it out. Ian so pointed that one the out. Real, what do you guys the real best one is uh, I tried to remake an Offspring <laughs> song in Mario Paint. <laughs> nice. Oh, really? Offspring. There's, like, dog, like dog barks. Oh, Mario, like, wait, Mario Paint remakes yeah. alone are amazing. <laughs> oh, I know. You guys look those up? Yeah. Yep. So how'd it go? How'd it come? It how'd was it go awful because I tried to do an offspring song. <laughs> Wait, was, was this like uh, the crazy dax- taxi theme? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you this was before that. that. Yeah, oh, that, okay. was, that was when they uh, matured. Mm. Yeah. I, I yeah. used to animate popular news stories in Mario Paint as they were happening at the time. Wow. Can you yeah. please bring that back? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll see if that I can find amazing. that. That does sound like Is fun. that like the, the Gulf War? Like, yeah, like <laughs> stuff like that or like the Rodney King trial. Like, and not, I, oh, my what? God. No, I didn't actually. <laughs> <In> Mario <laughs> What? <laughs> it wasn't like bad. It was just like here's current events. Like it was like a fake news show that I made in Mario Paint. See, I always imagine when they ever hear his childhood stories, I always imagine it's like so vest of the cat like his son looks exactly like him so it's Brian Altano's actual <laughs> head on like this tiny body and then I just imagine Brian annotating I've heard that before people the idea of the first half of the 90s like the Menendez trial yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good news stories it was like Tipper Gore hates rap music yeah. Pen- it's like I'm gonna go draw that Pen- Penemus can we please get a picture of Brian Altano same head size on a tiny body working on the Rodney King trial <laughs> no, no. Pain, do it do it please We'll make it a promo that for was the a, No, that was a bad trial for Rodney King. <laughs> it was. Not in Mario Paint, though. It was whimsical. It was great for the cops. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> What's your favorite guy? So, I mean, are we talking about our favorite picks? Uh, I thought you guys did last week. Oh, no, I guess no, you did. didn't. Okay, yeah. Let's go with favorites, then. What's Around your favorite? Don't go Nintendo easy, games. though. Uh, if I had to do five, it would be Mario World, Donkey Kong <sighs> Country, uh, Earthbound, Banjo-Kazooie, <clears throat> uh, Ocarina, probably. See. F- that's good. Yeah, for me, it's definitely, I mean, Legend of Zelda. I really like the um, the Link to the Past songs. There's so yeah. many good ones yeah. in that one. Ocarina of Time dropped the overworld theme, changed it slightly, so yeah. I didn't like that one I as like much. emphasis on, like, it was the first Nintendo game that had an emphasis on, like, the creation of music. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It had, yeah, sure. exactly. I, I mean, the Ocarina was in the older games, but not, yeah, not like, really as a centerpiece. Yeah. And then if you expand it to, like, games on, like, the NES and the Super Famicom and stuff, I mean, Final Fantasy 4, 5, and 6 are insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, those soundtracks are just, like, any of those songs you can just take out the game you can yeah, listen to yeah. even with the cheesy Super NES <laughs> sample sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. 3D yeah. World is a really good soundtrack too that's good too yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. modern yeah. Nintendo games oh, yeah, yeah totally yeah. No, it, 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 yeah it has a lot of just like the levels have a lot of fun with uh, what they are and they don't follow a th- like a, a set theme I feel like the music in that game follows the same rules which mm-hmm. is fantastic yep. yeah uh, I loved Mario Brothers 2 actually yeah. like the not the overworld theme but like the main theme and like like there I'll be walking down the street sometimes and that'll pop in my head and I'll be instantly in a good mood and then 10 minutes later I'm like get out of my head <laughs> stop playing on loop yeah I, uh, I really liked as a kid, uh, I, I wrote about this once uh, one of the first games I played that I was like wow video game music is cool even though it was a terrible terrible game was Gyromite 
I really liked what Hitanaka yeah. did with Gyromite and with just the, the stage A and stage B themes where they were both, one was like hyperactive and sort of alive and the other one was like, he's just sleepwalking. You got to keep him out of danger. But uh, I, I just really love the music a lot. I liked Castlevania music a lot, especially oh, Castlevania course. 3, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is Nintendo, you know, at the time that was a Nintendo published game, so I guess that counts. Um, and I don't know, I'm really picky with music in some games. Oh my God, Rhythm Heaven. Rhythm Heaven has, yeah, has good music. They're, too. They're, I mean, they're short ditties. It's pop song. It's it's like uh, it's like ice cream, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, with like just a lot of candy and stuff mm-hmm. in it. But it's it's still fun. Like, yeah. it's, oh, it's can I me. can I cheat with one more? Okay, go ahead. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Oh yeah, has, has a lot of really cool songs, really good yeah. music. My favorite thing about it is that it plays a different song every hour of the day, mm-hmm. and then KK has like a hundred something different songs that uh, he'll play for you. And there's two different versions of them in the game where there's the one he plays live and then there's like the crappy CD version you yeah. bring back to your house mm-hmm. and he's got this one song called KK Cruisin which yeah. sounds exactly like a like a mid 90s Dr. Dre beat yep <laughs> and uh, there I, there is no house I will ever have in Animal Crossing history that does not have KK Cruisin on the stereo that's system that's amazing that's good yeah I mean if you go back in the, in the <laughs> old classic Nintendo history you can't go wrong with any of the in-house created Nintendo mm-hmm. games right anything uh-huh. Nintendo published Konami like the Goemon games have Amazing music, yeah, yeah. any of the Castlevanias, Capcom, you know. Obviously. Then you go into like Enix and ActRaiser, like oh my ActRaiser, God. ActRaiser. amazing music, right? Amazing mm-hmm. music. No one was doing Square, that. Square, all of the games, even though I mean, there's some that never came out here. Yeah. Just great music. The fact that there is not a 3D update to ActRaiser, I feel, is one of the biggest sins of all of like video games. I'd yeah, say ActRaiser Two was one of the biggest sins of. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about a modern sequel here. I really love the first game Me and too. like the little meta game mm-hmm. uh, where you build the town. Well, and Music. There's a weird, very weird number of people here at IGN that absolutely love ActRaiser. It is literally Mitch Dyer's favorite game of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. number yeah. one game. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's 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 one of my it was one of my most played games as a child. In between researching the Rodney King trial, <laughs> I used to play ActRaiser all the time. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But we have it's weird that there's so many people at IGN right now that absolutely absolutely yeah. love ActRaiser. I, yeah. like, I just think that a lot of its ideas from the original game are sort of invoked today. World building, like mm-hmm. certain sort of challenge when playing like the, some of these levels and and like sort of the customization and ideas that come with that. It needs to be fleshed out more, but if Quintet is still around or if someone who thinks they know Quintet that well can do it, like, do it. Playing through uh, Bravely Default, I feel like you could have that, like, like how you rebuild your town in Bravely Default. That could be that sort of always online world building portion of an actor yeah. game that, that exists even when you close the clamshell. Sure. Yeah. Well, it would be risky because the IP is probably like who remembers ActRaiser but I think it could I, totally do well. I think they could bring that back. There was another game called Soul Blazer that came out yeah, later. Yeah, that was another that Quintet was, game. Um, yeah, yeah they, that also had a little bit of a world building um, aspect to really good music too. Yeah. And, um, and then of course later Level 5 built some of the world building stuff into their RPGs too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd love a game like that again. Yep. Sure. All right, so we are going to jump into news this week because some things happened. What? Uh, a couple things. First the Rodney off, King trial is <coughs> finally over. <laughs> no, but Michael Ke- uh, Kelbaugh. I heard about that on Mario Paint. <laughs> Mike, am I saying his last name right? Kelbaugh? Michael Kelbaugh yeah, of Retro yeah. Studios uh, yeah. called the Wii U a powerhouse in yep. an interview with GameSpot. Uh, unfortunately, perception that it is not a very powerful machine, uh, he told GameSpot, is not true. It, it's a powerhouse, and it's more than adequate to make games, great games on uh, his team felt free from the traditional limitations of the Wii. Yep. Okay, so this you know this story sort of caused a little bit of a stir, but my thing to folks is like consider the source. Yes, Wii U makes fantastic games, and games can look really good on yep. them. Do they look as good as the other two guys? Well, that's that the 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 space between those 
those three platforms are going to change like over mm-hmm. the next year, right? You're going to mm-hmm. start seeing stuff come out on PS4 and probably Xbox One that's going to look dramatically better. But does that mean that we use games should be ignored? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Like it's still ha- it's a capable machine yeah, and it looks good. I think that I mean I don't know how many people are making an argument that the Wii U is technically as capable as the other platforms. It's not right. Like let, let's face it, it is by design a cheaper machine and it also pushes two screens at the same time and all these things. Yep. So it's a very yeah. different machine. Um, but also people saying it is, you know, it's it's just a Wii in HD. That's not true. Yeah. It, like, yeah. you know, I've played games. I'm like, this is awesome. Having Finally having Nintendo games in HD um, is great, and they look so good. And you can imagine, like, once you get something like a, a, like a Mario Galaxy. I, w- I was going even to Mario Kart. I was going to say Mario Kart can go toe-to-toe Kart. with a lot of stuff on, yeah, on sure. next-gen right now. Like, I mean, and a lot of that is art direction, yeah. right? And a lot of it is figuring out what to focus on and what not to focus sure. on. But Rayman is a good game where, like, you're playing Rayman... Rayman... Uh, Rayman. Rayman. Everybody you play loves it Rayman. On, Rayman. You, you did it again. On, <laughs> you play it on Xbox One now and, you know, you'd be hard-pressed to find a lot of differences sure. to the sure. Wii U yeah. version. And sure. So, yeah. I feel like instead of a powerhouse, it should be, a, like, a spacious power one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. No, to, to a to power fair, studio. Yeah. You, you got to consider the source. He is president of Retro. Um, but I will say this. Retro Studios especially, because we're both playing Metroid Prime. I mean, how cool is the art direction in those games? It's, it's better fantastic. Than, you it's better by, than what came later on Wii, yeah. right? Yeah. You, like you for five years. Something yep. is, I was telling this all tunnel, you walk by something as simple as a column. Sure. You know, like, you do that in so many first-person games. But you walk by one in a Retro Studios game, like a Metroid Prime game, yeah. and it's this elaborate, like, design. Yeah. And it's something that's visually distinct. Yeah. It, it, it's and sort it's of simple. Incline and everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's such and, a good game. I mean, I think all of us in the room agree that art direction is a thousand times more important than how powerful your console yep. is. Yeah, like, yeah. Rise is whatever. It's got every polygon and gigabyte or whatever, however hell you make games. But I'm just like, well, that's not that appealing to me. I think yeah. games like Limbo are always yep. an eye-opener, right? Absolutely. Like, you're seeing a game, it doesn't have freaking colors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you're yep. seeing, you're like, oh my god, like, yeah. this world is so atmospheric. And right, but spiders so scary. People come know? to IGN and they say things like, oh, Limbo's got two colors, so it, it should be free. Does it 1080p? Rayman should be downloadable hey, because hey, it's it's drawn. But, like, that doesn't make any, any uh, sense to me. Like, I think that, like, uh, it, when you have talented artists on your team, which yep. Retro absolutely sure. does, mm-hmm. like, that, that excites me for them to say something like that. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, Child of Lights coming to the Wii U and, and everything else at the end of April, and that is one of the most gorgeous games I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks it looks amazing. Yeah, you're the one who put me onto that yeah. game. Actually, oh, yeah, just, at, if you haven't uh, checked that out, look look it up. It's using uh, the, the art, the Ubisoft art frame, like Rayman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, really it's very much uh, inspired by sort of the uh, old Amano sketches for Final Fantasy yeah. VI. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, Just really quickly too, when we present uh, counter arguments, I love if we, uh, I mean, like stuff we read on IGN, right? The comments, but let, let's not uh, let's not dumb down the voice, right? Let's just say, yeah, they think that because it has two colors, like let's. Let's like I don't know I I, I, I no I use I use from people that like I use text to speech on this on that guy's actual <laughs> comment that's literally what it sounded like yeah I'm just I think it it, it helps us engage a, a little bit more mature well, way, I, but okay. I agree with you completely fair enough the point you made yeah cool all right well you know it's. That's I I don't think I don't I don't think the people whose voices we're duplicating are actually listening to the show. Uh, sure. To me, that's the the voice for the guy who doesn't care to even think engage, about something or engage, or engage yeah, right yeah. it's no. like here's my opinion and the the rest of the world is wrong yeah. therefore they talk like this yeah <laughs> all right but we, we we killed that voice so that's fair enough no all right, ne- you're, you're right yeah next story uh guacamelee super turbo championship edition say that three times fast it's, it's a real announced. game name <laughs> it's announced for xbox one xbox 360 ps4 and surprise wii u so we have another metroid style game basically coming to wii u this year and on top a, of metroid fusion you can be a chicken in it it's yeah. great yeah. you can be um, you can be greg miller on the pc version can you 
Yeah. Have you all played it? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. I beat it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it I really real enjoy hard. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, I love the art style, especially mm-hmm. like talking about art direction earlier. Like I feel like they really nail sort of the look and, and the idea of like South American or Central yeah. American and art. swapping worlds. However, the memes can go to hell. Like I just, I think they go too crazy with the internet memes. I think it doesn't fit. Like it's cute once in a while on a wrestling poster, but when you walk by a wall and it's nothing but those posters, you're like... <laughs> yeah. This is I don't think I, I never really didn't, found it too distracting. I don't think it gets in the way. It it's not like it's not like it's constantly popping up in dialogue bubbles or something. Yeah. No, like thank God. And I thought the dialogue was pretty respectful. Yeah, it makes me, like. it made me roll my eyes, but yeah, it wasn't it certainly wasn't a deal breaker. Yeah, I, you learn not yeah. to look at exactly. It. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a fun game. I mean, if you have yeah. a Wii, you're looking for something. Guacamole is is definitely enjoyable. Yeah. It is you know completely side side scrolling stylized art. Um, crazy characters yeah. and cra- like funny funny moments yeah. and great battles and that's and a great game uh, I'm assuming they'll be off uh, off gamepad it's, play, I mean, it's, that'll be a great game to play in your gamepad totally so, probably yeah. closer to classic Castlevanias right like not the the yeah. first Castlevania it's the later Metroidvania yeah. style Symphony Night, yeah. So. Yeah, my, yeah and my yeah. only other criticism towards that game because I do enjoy it I finished it I loved it uh, was the uh, I feel like they just label some of the some of the special moves of the hidden areas a little bit too much. I feel like the strength mm, yes. of a Metroid game and the strength of Symphony of the Night is that, sure, there was a map and you discovered portions of the world, but the map was never telling. The yeah. secrets were always hidden right. behind the poker face, yeah. and you had to do diligence and look for it. Yeah. And Whereas I feel in like this, I'm not getting everything that. is behind colored blocks that very much represent a certain sure, color, but I and think those colored blocks this. appear on the map. Yeah, yeah. I think where, where right. Guacamelee shines is that its real challenge isn't so much in exploration or difficulty as in like fighting bosses and stuff. Like that, yeah. mm-hmm. it's in platforming, yeah. and the platforming oh, challenges God. in Guacamelee are completely insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like you learn, you learn like six or seven different physical moves yeah. in the game. Uh, that you have to chain together yeah. in succession. It's like a double jump into a wall jump, into a air dash, into, into another swapping universes, into really swapping quick. universes yeah. and coming back. Like learning that stuff. Like I that when I played it on Vita, it was the <laughs> only time I've ever played a video game on Vita where I looked down and sweat was like beating yeah. at the bottom of my hands and dropping yeah. onto the couch. And I'm that's going to happen on the Wii U yeah. all over again. Yeah. If you've never played it before, like it will kick your butt if you're if you're really looking for everything yeah, in absolutely. that game. Absolutely. But when you do solve one of those puzzles, it feels oh my like god, I know you feel yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and uh, yeah. No, it's fantastic. Listen to these guys. We've all played it. It's really good. Uh, <clears throat> our last news story we'll be talking about this week. Mario Kart 8 limited editions and pre-order bonuses were revealed. Now, they're only for the UK. Uh, Mario Kart 8 is the highly anticipated uh, next installment in the series that, com- series that comes out on May 30th. So far, they have a blue shell bundle where you get the little blue shell, apparently. Um, as of course, one of the I, size. I always get the blue shell. Yeah, yeah I get the blue so, shell. And there are, like, keychains <laughs> and stuff. Um what do you guys think? What's the likelihood of this coming to the States? We didn't get the Zelda box that when you open it, they get the... Da-na-na-na. No, but we did get UK the Wind Waker only. bundle. That's we true. did. Yeah. yeah. So, I think, so. like, Nintendo needs to give this to us because they... they where we are right now... <laughs> you need a blue shell? <laughs> no, it's just like... a little Brian yeah. again. Yeah, here, here he is again. Uh-huh. No, but where we are right now, like, let's not get down to the finite nonsense of moving the goalposts around about who gets what in what world and what country. Like, yeah. if, I, if I have a Wii U, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, give me my blue. Sh- give me my that's special a, that's everything. A just on a poster. If I yeah, have like you, I'm I was there you. day one. Like, come on, don't be like, hey, well, you're not Italian. Yeah. I'm like, I am. Or, well, you don't live in Italy. Yeah. Die. <laughs> <laughs> like, just give us the cool bundles. Like, yeah. b- bring everything to everyone. Like, there's there's no reason. Brian, how about if they gave you a, a controller shell? 
that you could hold like a steering wheel. Would you like that? No, no, I would <laughs> not you that pair. Last time. I would not pair, and they're doing that this time, right? I do not want that. Uh, that it's is, not, it's not part of the official packaging no. that I've seen. It's a third-party thing. But did you use a, that thing? No, I oh, use I it for, for ten minutes. minutes. You know, for for a little bit, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool, but I just don't like steering the game. Yeah, anyway. sure. Yeah. And yeah. I enjoy my own dignity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Supposed to hold it in or whatever's left of it. Kids dig it. Sure. All right. Cool. They don't know better. So, do you think it's coming out in the states? That's official. We no. think this will happen. No, we're not no. getting it. You think I think they'll, they'll have something different. Do you think it'll be like relatively sharp? Like, can I throw this at someone and like, will they bleed? Oh, <laughs> you know what? That's a consideration. They'll end up in as much stricter laws for little plastic things. They'll end up in last place in life. <laughs> My favorite uh, comment was, so if you're the first one in line to pick up this game, do you get hit with the show? That's a good one. That was a good one. That was, good one. That was by a amazing <laughs> will the story be? Guy gets his limited edition bundle, walks outside, and gets struck by lightning. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really bad. I mean, a dude um, got stabbed by a Master Sword this week, right? Oh, so. my God. Oh, yeah. yeah, I skipped that story because I just didn't want to do it. Um, no, but you have a theory uh, for... Check Mario uh, Paint uh, for more on that story. A prediction for this year that Mario Kart 8 will be bundled in the States. Yeah. So let's see if that happens. Yeah. Hopefully it will. I'm sure they have some... This is... This is one of their biggest franchises. This is yep. probably the biggest franchise at this point. Yeah, what if it so just came with a banana It will be peel. bundled. <laughs> just like a real one? A real one? You know, sure. get all brown. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Good idea. I'm I really like that. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, our last segment, which is something that we're sort of bringing back. And uh, we need your help on uh, more when we return. So, uh, guys, I've, I've talked to you, um, the folks in this room, about this idea. Um, and this is something that we're kind of experimenting with. It's sort of out of respect. Uh, so to give you some context, the idea for this segment actually started, uh, believe it or not, back on OneUp.com. Uh, there was a great show there called One Up Yours that, uh, you know, slowly, you know, went away over the years and uh, became something else uh, when Garnet left. But um, one of the things I really liked about that show is there was a segment called Four Minute Warning, where folks have four minutes to answer Sort of interesting, industry, speculative, like sort of questions. Um, I don't want to reuse that name out of respect, but I do want to tell people where it came from because, you know, Marty, you're with me on that. Yeah, we no, have a lot absolutely. of respect yeah. for, you know, the work that those guys so did. This is the five minute warning. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> no, it's not. But uh, it's the need, four one minutes in a row warning. We're going to go through with the segment uh, this week. And Come we, actually, we need your help. Uh, so if you, loyal listener, uh, creative and awesome, and you support us every week, if you have an idea for this segment, uh, send it in to nvc at ign.com mm-hmm. uh, for a name. Or if you think that Jose is, is silly for not wanting to use the title Four Minute Warning, nah. because Jose and Marty are both alumni of OneUp.com. That's, yeah, that's true. I guess. Um, um, I, I feel out of respect that I don't want too. to. Yeah, but yeah, that's fine. You can do that too. Let us know uh, too, but it won't change his mind. Don't. It probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Let me get out my timer. Ooh. You have four minutes. We have four minutes to wrap up and answer each question. Okay. Uh, these came from the community. Oh. And if you have a question that you want to send in, please email them to nvc at ign.com. Okay. Uh, we'll come up with the segment name so you can put in the subject line in a future episode. All right. So first question. Hang on one second. All right. First question comes from James from New Zealand. 
Uh, this one's an easy one, actually, so this should be fine. In an earlier episode, Paris said that although The Last of Us won Game of the Year on IGN, you all had different picks for your personal Game of the Year. What were your picks for Game of the Year 2013? Go. Zelda. You can elaborate a little more. It's not a race. <laughs> the Legend, the Legend of Zelda. Thank you, Worlds. Because uh, I thought that uh, The Last of Us was really good and really fun, and I enjoyed it, and it was dark and miserable, it, it, and it hit me in the ways it needed to uh, present itself in, in that world. But Legend of Zelda did something um, for the franchise that was both familiar and very new at the same time and I really appreciated it for that and the flow of the world design being able to walk into any temple anytime you wanted to the music was fantastic puzzles were really smart the action was fast and fluid uh, everything just worked for me as a long time Zelda fan did you have mm-hmm. a number two just out of curiosity mm-hmm. did you because we had to rank one two and three I think the number two is the last of us yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. what'd you get uh, I gave uh, my number one to gone home uh, because I'm a dumb pre- pretentious indie fan uh, no I think uh, again what Brian said all the games that were nominated were incredible they were um, it was to me, Gone Home did something. It didn't build on a previous foundation. Uh, Last of Us, uh, though amazing, built upon foundation of uh, Uncharted. You know, Zelda obviously built upon the foundation of uh, Link to the Past. But for me, uh, Gone Home sort of opened this door to uh, just really truthful and honest uh, storytelling and sort of expanded what the idea of a video game can be. And some people still on the internet call, are mad and say Gone Home isn't a game and get mad when I review other things. But uh, yeah, to me, it's just, it's, it's, I think it's going to be one of those seminal moments where we look back and five, ten years from now, uh, the, the, the breadth of what a video game is is so, it's going to be so much greater mm-hmm. than what it is. And I think, uh, yeah, Gone Home is going to be one of those, uh, one of the reasons why. Bravo. Yeah. Huh? Number two was uh, Mario. Okay. okay. 3D World? Yep. Okay. Good one. All right. Uh, my top pick was Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. I announced that on Jan- in January last year oh, yeah. when the game came out. <laughs> and said, this is my game of the year. Yeah. Uh, no, I, you know, I kept an open mind. I really enjoyed other games like Tomb Raider came out last oh, yeah. year. All these great games, right? So I picked Fire Emblem. But we went through different uh, through multiple rounds. So, you know, Fire Emblem, there were not that many. There were some hardcore people who really liked that game, but not it wasn't that broadly yeah. um, picked. And so it didn't make it. And so then my second pick was Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And that means actually a lot because I was really into Legend of Zelda really liked that one I liked Mario I love Tomb Raider I think it's uh, an amazing game and there were a couple of more really amazing games I just thought Grand Theft Auto really embodied what it means to build a perfect playground and I don't see any other game coming close to it like just like taking taking an airplane mm-hmm. and flying around and doing these missions or driving a freaking crane, right? Like, I really like the open world feel where you can just mess with the environment. Taking a tour bus in Hollywood, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, the fact all that the they things wrote that were in that there. dialogue for that tour. And then, yeah, that, was pretty and then that they actually Intense. do have a cool, kind of a cool storyline that goes through the whole game. And then they have these multiple characters you can switch uh, with. And I, I did not finish a lot of the Grand Theft Autos that came before it. I loved Red Dead Redemption, finished that one. And I bowed out of them because sometimes I get stuck in a mission that I didn't like and I wouldn't wouldn't continue as in this game you could switch to another character and really enjoy yourself yeah. some. Okay. really liked that game my uh, top game was 3D World uh, simply because I haven't I can't remember ever playing a platformer with with other people and having as much enjoyment as we yeah. did mm-hmm. we used to book the demo room uh, when it was you know over closer to the the front of the office and uh, we would just play in there for hours capturing and yeah. just laughing and you know sort of I it's just been a while since I can think. It's a shame it's not online. 
I, I will agree with that, but it was so much fun to be in the same room and have sure. those fun conversations. Yep, like, yeah. don't go in the box. Don't go. In the, you went at the box, yeah, or, yeah. or you know, where get the thing. Get the I thing. knew it was coming. Where <laughs> that came from? Um, yeah, I, I can't remember. I mean, yeah, Mario exploratory Mario games can be a little more interesting, mm-hmm. but I think that 3D World nails co-op if you're playing with the yeah, right people. Yeah. Ten, Ten, nine, nine <laughs> eight, seven. seven. Nice. Yeah, we got quick, this one I love in. the idea that all of us had different answers. And yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Stop. Oh shit, I can't turn it off. <laughs> Wait. Your uh, phone's just gonna do that forever now. That's yeah, great. No, it is. Alright. Crap. And I have to blur out a uh, curse word. Alright, next question. <laughs> Uh, comes from wait uh, I can still start okay next question comes from Alex Kozina Kozina I hope I didn't say that wrong Eastern Block how do you say my name go (laughs) now that Twitch plays Pokemon (laughs) now that Twitch plays Pokemon the original one at the time of this writing I don't know what they announced next Uh, they did move on to a second game they finished it is over do you think that Pokemon Company will take anything away from this experience in working on their next projects could they? Could this finally spur them to making a Pokemon MMO? Perhaps after seeing how enraptured so many people became in this simple yet always online game. Go. They take away from this that I think they're sitting in the room. They're going like, "Hey, how come we didn't hear about this until it was over? We could have sent them a cease and desist and stopped them yep. playing." <laughs> yep. That's what they take away from it. No, I I do think that no, they don't. They take away that it's awesome that fans really love our game and that it's so popular that it can become a phenomenon like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it gets them any closer to a massively multiplayer I, game. I don't know yeah. if there is a takeaway to be made, only because, don't get me wrong, there, a lot of people watched it. Uh, it, was, it was highly viewed, but it is also one of the hardest streams to watch. Because sure. yeah. no, pr- li- they're crawling. Like, yeah. it's it's just bizarre. Sure, it proves that the Pokemon brand is really big and that it still draw can draw a lot of attention. But I don't know if it necessarily says to them MMO or... You know, we should do something online that people think, can spectate and watch. I, th- I think you have the wrong company in that question. There is a company out there right now that looked at that and says, man, can you imagine a game that evolves over time where the audience actually votes for the features and yeah. it expands I mean, based on those features? Like, that's what I think is yeah. going to happen. It's like Peter Molyneux <clears throat> always sure. talks about that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. He wants to create that game. And I think somebody out there is thinking about that. Yeah, and I've, Maybe I've, shuts down his big studio yeah. and doesn't make another Bioshock game and then makes that game. Yeah, I've talked to some folks <laughs> from... Uh, t- Jesus. Mm-hmm. I've talked to some folks from... Uh, uh, Telltale, who've said that uh, at preview events like in New York, they've had an entire theater full of people and they made the choices as a group. Wow! And so it would be like voting. Yeah, that's and awesome. Like, that's something that I think is really cool. Being in like a being in a theater and being like, well, how how is this group of people going to act? Like, that's how you insane, decide they... how people live in a real zombie Sorry. apocalypse. Too. You <laughs> just <laughs> ask right. a crowd, "Hey, should we kill Dave? Yeah, yeah? <laughs> all right, okay. you're dead, Dave." Right, Dave. Um, I think the. And do you think that's inspired by like Rocky Horror Picture Show and like, Honestly, like yeah, and, like, absolutely, yeah. You know? absolutely. Uh, I think hopefully the big takeaway from this, which I don't think Nintendo is going to take away, is that uh, uh, streaming Twitch, like these are very important things going forward. Yep, like, these are incredibly important things. Yep. And PS4 has it. Uh, Xbox is going to have it in two or three days. Yeah, um, and that is something that I, Nintendo needs to figure out how to incorporate that in the Wii U or whatever their next platform is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Right. shared experience, and yeah. it's a great marketing tool. I think that Absolutely. they will find if they control it, then they don't have to sure. worry about. I mean, that might be a yeah. uh, it might be a while though, because they're very obviously weary of, of their content on YouTube and Let's Plays and mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, yeah. I'm also just curious, like, what is Japan's takeaway of something so radically strange as the internet? You know, because I don't know. The, think about the culture gap too. Think about like just how different it must be for them to look at this. And 
and go, well, what? Sure. I don't know what to say here. You know, yeah. at least that's how I look at it. I'm not sure. Maybe that's slightly. You know skewed. what? Japan is very, very progressive when it comes to mobile uh, interaction. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's they right. had they had fads that just blew up, and let's not forget that the Tamagotchi came out of Japan, right? Yeah. Like they they have these things that blow up, and certainly, you know, puzzle dra- puzzle and dragons is a huge phenomenon over there. So I think they kind of know that. I just don't know that Nintendo thinks that they can create the infrastructure for something more complicated. Yeah, I, I think what what every what the takeaway from everybody on this should be that. Uh, like Twitch and YouTube and all these things, we've always seen them as they're, they're like one-way mirrors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, this proved otherwise, I think. And I think the more uh, game developers can figure out a way to like take this Pikmin army of, of people and use them to manipulate things inside their games, uh, it's it's going to be beneficial for all of us. How yeah. much time do we have left on this one? Because uh, I have one more note. Just well, go. No, 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 just, go no, just go. Just go. If you talk, got it, well, talk. Yeah. The other thing to know. About, <laughs> no. No, the other thing to know about Nintendo is that they are all about a positive um, collaboration and right. experience. Right. They they famously said, "Oh, you might not want to play with the same game in this game as in this game." Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. bec- and 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 you don't want people to invite you to a game, make you feel bad because sure. they're beating you. Right. Like, yeah. which is funny because Mario Kart was all about that. Right. right. Mario Kart but, is still all about so, that. <laughs> so that's yeah. where Animal Crossing has all these rules in place, so where you can't really sabotage. Yourself. So, yeah. so I think they're thinking more about positive collaboration yeah, rather than yeah. way more positive collaboration. Because if you looked at that uh, the chat on Twitch, every once in a while you see A A B B up down whatever, and yeah. then you see a huge dong pass yeah, yeah. by. So, and there I'm we go. Glad that segment <laughs> ended on huge dong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's it. If there are right. any children listening, dong is a big bell yeah. that is yeah. used mm-hmm. in. It's a, a stork that delivers it's a, babies. The currency <laughs> in uh, some Eastern yes. uh, Asian, uh, Asian <laughs> company. <laughs> whatever. All right. So next question. Um, <clears throat> this comes from Ian. Uh, Nintendo has announced DS games are coming to Wii U VC, but Nintendo is also... Can- oh, actually, we're going to save this one. Sorry. Um, I'm going to just do this last one, which is uh, games are art, and then we're out of here. Wow, you just broke Ian's heart. Yeah. Sorry, Ian, I apologize. Question right. is interrupt this. <laughs> this last question comes from Joe Bruschetto. Hello, my name is Joe, and I'm a senior in high school. My For my big research paper, I'm researching whether video games should be considered art. With Nintendo games, arguably the richest backlog and the most impressionable games, what do you think of video games as art? I'd love to cite your answers in my paper if possible. Oh, Thank you. Four minutes on this? That's Go. A, that's that's a, all you get. Yes, video games are art. Yes, Why? I agree with you. Goodbye. <laughs> no. Well, look, the, Come on. The, the, the opponents of that, of that outlook say video games are more like a sport. You can't watch a football game and say that that was a piece of art, right? Like it's but you can not, take a picture from so, it and it's a piece of art. That's what the opponents say. But I think that is completely ignoring the fact that a video game is not just something where you set the rules and then you slavishly uh, like follow those, sure. right? It is an expression. It is, you know, sometimes like a game like Gone, Gone Home to me is an example of, you know, a, you are experiencing a story the way you're experiencing a book. You're not trying to shoot a goal. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. and that's why I feel like to say video games are not art is pretending like they're all the same, which they're not. There's yeah. so much variety. But right? they're not made with the intent of art. I feel like art knows so what are. it is. No, some are, but yeah. most aren't. I, I mean, look at yeah. how Nintendo approaches it. How they'll say, I mean, Iwata has said himself, we don't look at it as art. We look at it as a product, and we're looking to get the most enjoyment out of it for you. I mean, mm-hmm. they're experiences. I don't know if that necessarily. Well, then I mean, how oop, well does that transfer over to art? Well, like, oops, but in the process of doing that, you made some art. Yeah. yeah. Like, sorry, you hired artists. You have like, an art team. You yeah. have animators, you have illustrators, you have, yeah. you have designers making. But art isn't just the visual here, right? We're talking about other parts it, of the game. Sure. Then you have musicians, well. you have sound effect yeah. gurus. Like, yeah. I mean, all of these all these people are artists, and they're collaborating it, on a piece of art. And whether that's sold commercially or not, uh, has that defines the way you 
get rid of yeah. a product well, that I mean, is not it's not the cre- the creation one aspect. possible key definition of art is also you know what what it become what it becomes when it leaves the creator's hands right like a creator can say oh i'm not making art is like well i'm sorry but it's not your yep. choice right yeah you're you are by creating something you're you may be giving rise to something else a, a shared experience mm-hmm. like to say it's not art is ignoring that there's that art can be so different right mm-hmm. there's performance art like a ballet yep. you could say oh that's just something they rehearse and therefore it's not art right or yep. Or, you know, a photo can't be art because you didn't actually arrange the things. You just happened to be lucky and snap a picture at the right moment, right? There's so many different forms of art. Uh, But you play a game like Journey and you realize, like, the the visuals (laughs) themselves are, you know, I mean, the visuals themselves are art. And then the experience to me is something something different yet, right? Like where you actually, you're feeling something. It evokes an emotional response. And that's art. Yeah. 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 I mean, video games, like Brian put it, are, are, are it's an amalgamation of many different forms of art that ends up all combining into one very different mm-hmm. form of art. Sure. Um, and honestly, this argument, uh, uh, you know, it's one that we've had a lot and, and uh, it's to me, it's just one of those things weighted out. Uh, there's just, I, I think it's just an older generation who didn't grow up on video games and didn't spend mm-hmm. a lot of time with them. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing, uh, rock and roll is an art. It's the same thing that the novel is an art. Like right. it all, yeah. these people, I mean, it's morbid, these people are going to die off and, and when, you know, people our age and people younger who are even more entrenched in interactive activities, mm-hmm. uh, once they're the, the decision makers, like that's absolutely, like this well, is going to be yeah, and you're right, and it's starting to show already, right? I mean, there's the exhibit at the Smithsonian. Yep. There's places like the Museum of Play mm-hmm. over in Rochester. I think it's in Rochester. Yeah. Um, there are, so, and I think they're trying to open one in yeah. Oakland right now for yeah, as yeah. far as yeah. the video game museum, mm-hmm. sort of preserving some of that yeah. stuff. I mean, I think some of the experiences can definitely be art, but uh, I think the bigger debate that ends up coming out of this, and sometimes maybe it's a little tied to art and maybe it isn't, but is that a game or is that not a game? Is I feel an even bigger. That's a, that, uh, yeah. That I mean, to me, that's time, a, that's right? a Terraria. Yeah, yeah. Like how many games? Yeah, like yeah, we, we've had the fights with yeah. like Dan in the office. We're like, is it a game or is it not? De- a game? Defining goals and levels of interactivity is a it's a very different set of conversations yeah. than calling something art. And I, I would say that something just. Putting something in a gallery inherently, like, thanks, Smithsonian, mm-hmm. but yeah. it was art before you did that. For you sure. know, like, that was nice of you to guys to do that. And maybe it brought some respect to uh, our It's acknowledgement. Bo- it's sure. a, it, it is acknowledgement. Yeah. It is. No, it, it has value. But, I mean, the when I opened up my first. You can finish. Finish that point. Go. Big dong. Um, <laughs> uh, when 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 the first time I got an art book based on a video game, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, well, all this makes sense. Somebody had yeah. to draw all these things that became yeah. this thing. It wasn't just a computer machine made a video game yeah. for Ta- you. Time will change the outlook. Yep. It's like comics were not art. You know, I, there's uh, a Roy Lichtenstein painting on the wall, and it's worth millions. Right? Also, yeah. wait, they yeah. got to say one last thing, so I'm going to say it. No. No, 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 no. I get the one last thing all is right. that if you don't think video games are art, you've never seen uh, little Brian Altano's depiction of the property <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we've come full circle. All right. I like well, how we all already cheating the system. So, got me a job so at IGN. What, so what do you guys think? You like this idea? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like, yeah. like knowing what the question's going to be. Yeah, yeah I got to run though, Jose. Uh, yeah, you do have to run, so we're going to get out of here. Uh, this will be a bi-weekly segment. It's not going to come every week because we'll run out of questions. Unless you guys send us a lot. Uh, again, we need a, a segment name, so please email nvc at IGN.com with your idea for it. I'm not keeping the name four-minute warning. I don't want to do that. <laughs> All right, so NVC, uh, Nintendo Voice Chat, is available on IGN Weekly. Unfortunately, we were late this week. It's Friday, but our typical recording day and publish date is on Thursdays. We know that you love podcasts, and we have a ton here at IGN. However, if you want to help support the show, please make sure you come to IGN.com. Check out our videos. Check out our articles. Dark Souls 2 reviews coming up. Yoshi's Island yeah. reviews coming up. Titanfall. Uh, a lot of good stuff. Titanfall, mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid the week after, right? Yeah. Ground Zeroes. Oh, so much good stuff. 
stuff. So please make sure you check that out. So quickly going around the room, Twitter handles, uh, Marty, I'm you Marty can find him at? McBiggity, two Gs and two Ts. Don't You laugh. can find Pear at? Uh, Pear IGN, two Es, and that's it. <laughs> and you can find Brian Altano at? Agent Bizzle, one E. Two Z's. Two Z's. And you can find me, Jose underscore Otero, on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening, and we will be back next week. It's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand-friendly, but don't worry. I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. 
New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.